What's up, friends, and welcome to the best sports podcast on the internet. You are you are listening to the self-proclaimed greatest sports guru ever. Um, a lot of people don't like me saying that about myself, but hey, like I said, self-proclaimed. Yours truly, Will Walker, is coming at you, and this is Will's Take on Sports Podcast. I, mean, I know I've been away since April, and that's mostly because there was not much I wanted to talk about in sport in regards to sports. But since the last time you heard my voice, the NBA playoffs ended with no surprise. The Warriors won another title. Um, their third and fourth seasons in the NBA draft and some league has come and gone. I don't care about either of those events. Tiger Woods briefly had a lead in a major, um, the British Open, but, you know, he choked down the stretch. France wins the world. France has won the World Cup. Um, I will get into my thoughts on the World Cup. And as all of you know, who are my loyal listeners um, to the podcast, football, or soccer, as it's called in the States, is my favorite sport. The NFL the NFL and college football camps have started, and that means we are close to the start of football season. So after the intro music has played, the next sound you will hear is my voice on the other side of this music. So let's go. All right, let's get them going. Let's get it going. That's just, that's what that song is. It's, it's a, it's a uh, smooth jazz thing about my favorite artist um, in smooth jazz. But anyway, all right, let's get them going. Yes, I am happy to be doing this podcast again. I'm really ready to get it ready to get going. I am excited. Uh, so many events in sports I want to get my opinion on. But let me start by thanking. First and foremost, let me start by thanking all of my former co-hosts um, that have been a part of this podcast over the previous four years, especially my brothers and my best buds, um, Mike Walker and Zach Flournoy. Yes, I am missing them. Um, it's not nothing to do with them in regards to why I am totally going solo um, this year. And from here on out, there will be, there will be very few guests or very few interaction um, with me and another person on the podcast. It's just simply just me just basically just trying to make the podcast leaner more efficient um it's not going to be quite as long it's going to be really quite it's going to be really quick um just me this year just solo but again i want to really take it take the time to thank everyone that has been um um, on the podcast with me um over over these previous four years and so but i will but the entertainment will not stop although i am by myself and i promise you i guarantee it i will entertain you so i'm just gonna i'm just trying to told you you know I will. All right, let me get this out of the way real quick. The moderator of the Dolphins group on Facebook, I just want to say you're a dumbass. I said I was going to do it, and that's the only time I'm going to do it. You're really not worth me mentioning. All right, in regards to my in regards to my Dolphins, um, they played their, their scrimmage last Thursday night at Joe Robbie Stadium. It would always be Joe Robbie to me. I don't care what the name of that stadium is. It's Joe Robbie to me. But anyway, they played their they played a scrimmage game last week against the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, there was great reviews um um such there were positive reviews about the play of wide receiver 17 at quarterback look i I can care less about practice yeah like ai i can care less about practice or preseason games for that matter so nothing wide receiver wide receiver 17 did last thursday changed my opinion of him being the worst one of the worst quarterbacks well being one of the worst quarterbacks in miami dolphins history um, I will give my preview uh, about the Miami Dolphins, uh, about the NFL, really, um, the Friday before the um, 
I will get my preview about the NFL um, and and the Miami Dolphins um, before the first Thursday night game of the NFL regular season. I would I will um, also get my Super Bowl prediction and you know who who think will win divisions, make the playoffs, and my Super Bowl prediction. Um, last year I was totally off with that. And also on Friday, August the thirty first, um, before the for college football kicks in full swing, I will get my preview of college football, the major, the power five conferences and uh, champions and who I think um, will make the college football playoff. But anyway, speaking about college football, apparently the Maryland coaches um, or, 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 the, or the strength and conditioning coaches at Maryland don't realize it's hot as Hades outside. I mean, it resulted their, their, um, ex, their, their, their strenuous uh, workout regimen um, resulted in the, in a young man losing his life. That is nothing to um to overlook or take for granted. Um, look, football is a dangerous sport. I mean, is it? Look, football is dangerous enough to play. I mean, and for so long, football, uh, on whatever level, on whatever level, be it high school, youth, or college, or pro, has permeated this point that you have to finish the drill no matter what, no matter how exhausted you feel or what kind of pain you're in. So, um. It really is very disappointing that it had to come to this in order to get the spotlight or the attention on what was going on at Maryland. Um, I think all the coaches should be fired. If that was the case, you know, the young man was exhausted and they just overlooked it and th- just thought that was him being weak, then they all should be fired. Strength coaches, assistant coaches, head coaches, anybody that knew of that and and, and didn't uh, try to uh, – intervene um on that young on that young man's behalf or on the fact that this was just uh so much abuse that was going on this pro that was going on in this program that has come out um, in detailed information over the last couple of days i mean they all should be fired point blank period uh what else in college football you know urban meyer lied about 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 a coach and his domestic situation over there up there with the Ohio State Suckeyes. Um, that's not nothing new. Listen, I don't really care for Urban Meyer. I'm not even going to try to sugarcoat it or hide or hide it. It's simple. Um, what Urban Meyer did at University of Florida was win at all costs. I mean, that's the way it was. And there was this BS image that was created during the time that he was there. And that was basically because of Tim Tebow and maybe a couple of the other and maybe some other guys on that team were upstanding citizens uh, or or outstanding citizens or, or, or good guys. But mostly that program was was basically win at all costs. Um, there were there were so many arrests, so many questionable characters on that team. Um, but, hey, they were winning. So a lot of things got swept under the rug. A lot of things came to light after the fact. But during the time when they were winning, um, none of that stuff was reported, you know, or it wasn't made known nationally. With all that being said, you know, what went on between a uh, assistant coach and his wife, you know, should have should Urban Meyer have stepped in or if, if he knew of the fact and dismissed the guy? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But did that's just, I mean, I don't know if he knew or not. I, I, I don't I don't know. I wasn't there. Can't call it. You know, I'm, I'm not I don't really follow these stories on the four letter network or fix sports or nobody cares sports network or whatever. I don't I don't follow these type. I don't follow those type of things that's really outside the lines or off the field. So but really in my all in, in my heart of hearts, Urban Meyer's not accused. He's not being accused of domestic violence. It's just that they're saying basically he lied at the Big Ten Media Day saying that he did uh, that he didn't know. He wasn't aware of, of any situation um, as far as the assistant coach and domestic abuse. Well, he was. So he lied to the he lied to the media people. Who cares? I don't think the man should be fired for that. Even even given my personal feelings about him. So that that's, that is what it is. But anyway, let's move on to some more positive stuff. You know what I do on this show? It's called simply the best. 
All right, for those of you who are listening for the first time, I like to give out, you know, those of you listening to the, for the first time, I like to give out simply best performances for the athletes for, for the athlete or team in sports who had, a, who had a great performance. So with that being said, um, let me just put this out of the way right now. There will be no player that I will not be giving a simply best performance to any NFL player during the preseason. It, it, like I said, that's practice. It, it, none of that stuff matters. So that's, let me get that. Let, let me just make that disclaimer right now. That's that's not happening during the preseason. But anyway, let me give a congrats to Bruce Kapka. Um, the, the, although he is a no, hey, can't 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 have it my way all the time. But anyway, congrats to Brooks Kapka um, for winning his second major this year. Um, he just simply overpowered the golf course um, over the weekend. Um, he beat Tiger Woods by two strokes, and I gotta say, Tiger is. And, you know, I mentioned him earlier coming close in the British Open. He was very close in this one, made a bad swing on um, the par 5 16th hole that pretty much got him in trouble. Um, he really wasn't he, – he really needed to um, – really needed to do well on that hole. But he didn't – I mean, a, a six under 64 round, his best his – best, um, his best scoring output on a Sunday in a major. I mean, that's, that's unbelievable. And, I mean, the man – I, I mean, you can't take anything away from him. Nobody, everybody wrote Tiger off. Everyone wrote him off. And but he was able to. He's been in contention um, there on the um, the last day of a ma- of the, on the Sunday of a major again for the second straight major. So kudos to to, to, to for Tiger for making a comeback and starting to um, you know make his make it. I guess you could say. Um, give himself an opportunity to win another major. I still don't think he'll take. I still don't think he will catch Jack Nicholas and win 18 majors, but hey, he is definitely um, showing that he is definitely showing that he may have the consistent. He may be he may be able to play, uh, have a consistent four rounds to eventually win a major. So, but hey, he didn't do it today, and Brooks Kapka did. So, nothing can be you can't take anything away from Brooks Kapka. I mean, that dude was absolutely smashed the ball and just overpowered it. Um, I'm going to give a simply the best performance to Paul Pogba. Um, look, this guy's one of the top footballers in the world. Um, he, he plays, he, he, um, he's from France. Of course, France did win um, their second. He did uh, help lead this team to their second World Cup. And he also, I mean, secured Man City's first goal of the 20, uh, Man United, the Man- Manchester United's um, first goal of the 2018-2019 season. I mean, this is this is um, really during a time where he claims he's not happy. I mean, that's not something that's not unusual, I guess. I guess that's not even, I guess that's not something that's just, uh, I guess you could say just isolated to just professional sports in America because uh, the British, uh, uh, Manchester United is a team in the Barclays, British, uh, the Bar- Barclays Premier League. So, hey. I guess you can be unhappy anywhere in professional sports. But anyway, uh, Paul Pogba um, for his performance um, over the summer with his fellow French, um, with his fellow French teammates and with Manchester United. And speaking of one of his French teammates, uh, Sadio Mane was able to have an impressive debut for his club team, Liverpool. Um, He was able to score two goals as Liverpool just absolutely trounced West Ham. Um, So, and I'm going to I'm going to go back. I'm going to go deeply. I'm going to look into the uh, and and listen, this is what I want to say uh, um, in regards to the World Cup. As I've just given out all the simply that's that's all the simply best performances that I have um, for this particular podcast. But anyway, um, regarding the World Cup, look, 
I know it wasn't a quality played World Cup. I mean, I mean, in my opinion, it just was not. It was it's not it was it was plenty of drama with a lot of close matches, a lot of plenty, a lot of penalty kicks uh, to, to decide the winner. But it wasn't good quality or, or pleasing to watch if you're not a soccer diehard like myself. And even a soccer diehard like myself uh, found it really not appealing to watch at times. But the first for the first for American sports fans um, to watch the U, the U.S. men's national team had to be there and they weren't. And now I'm going to get on my soapbox a little bit in regards to why. Listen, I'm, I'm going to say this right now. The U.S. men's national team should never should never should, should always qualify for the World Cup. They play in the CONCACAF. The CONCACAF is basically, um, for those of you that don't know, is basically um, um, a, a league that's made up of Mexico, United States, and some Carib the Caribbean islands, and a couple of uh, and, and Honduras and Costa Rica. Okay, that's basically what it is. The Americans and Mexico and, and Canada. And the, the Mexicans and the Mexicans and Americans both should never not qualify for the World Cup because they are the two best teams in CONCACAF. So for America to not be there in Russia this summer is ridiculous. That, I don't care if I don't care if that was a team full of youth or whatever. They didn't have the experience to to uh, take advantage of, of uh, they didn't have the experience to qualify for the World Cup. Doesn't matter. They should have enough talent alone to be able to get there. And a lot of the reason why I think the Americans are not really qual uh, are not was not able to qualify for this particular World Cup is because most of the, uh, the U.S. stars came back to play in this in this weak trash league, Major League Soccer. The MLS. I know everybody gets excited about uh, some of the things that go on with, with the MLS. There's some cities in that, that are very excited about it. Atlanta, where I live, uh, they're very excited about Atlanta United. Uh, Kansas City is very happy or very excited about sporting Kansas City. Stupid. Anyway, um, and then you've got uh, and then the L.A. Galaxy, L.A.F.C., New York F.C., Red Bulls, all this stuff. But anyway, and, the, and one of the major things, one of the major problems I have with the MLS is one, they don't play it during soccer season. They play the, they play these games. They play their league uh, totally opposite of the time frame that all the other top leagues play. Uh, the other top leagues play from um, I guess you could say from August to May. They would play in the U.S. plays uh, major league. The major, I'm sorry, major league soccer plays from April to October, basically totally off schedule and totally off whack. The other thing is they just let all these top, all the former top European stars um, of European leagues come over here and just bas basically collect heavy, hefty paychecks from the MLS before they retire. I mean, granted. David Beckham came over here, but he was a shell of himself. Nobody in Europe wanted him. So he came over here and collected $25 million from the LA, LA Galaxy. And he actually was in somewhat just past his prime. He was, I think he was like 32 or 33 years old. But now they just gotten really dumb. I know Zoltan Ibrahimovic is uh is in LA. Man, I mean, listen, this man's almost 40. They uh Wayne Rooney is now playing with DC United. I mean Rooney, yeah, when he was with with Manchester United was a top player, but no, he's a he's a former he's 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 a shell of his former self basically. And the MLS is paying these big monies just to have a big name on the on on, the, on I guess on the on the on the on the lineup that have a big name in the lineup uh, to say you know to to give to give the the league some I guess you some some kind of exposure. 
But it's really a, it's really a travesty that they do this to people that follow top European leagues like myself. I just don't understand it. I mean, the U, if the MLS ever wants to be considered a decent league in the world of soccer, they would try to develop their young talent here, and then the young talent will go, go in Europe and play against some of the best teams. I mean, that's just simply how that goes, in my opinion. But, okay, but anyway, so back to the World Cup. So this is what this is what I take. This is what I took from it. Yes, France is a very talented team. They were the be, they were the best team um, in the World Cup. So that, it's no surprise to me they that they won. But Germany disappointed. Um, they didn't even make it into the knockout round or or, or into the the playoff round, basically, as we we would know it here in the states. Um, Brazil, very talented team, got knocked out of the tournament very early. Um, which was a surprise to me. I was not expecting it. I thought Brazil with their stars, with Neymar, Coutinho, um, some of the other uh, 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 some of the other guys that they have, Fernandinho in midfield. I thought they would be able to um, make a make a good run because it was a talented Brazilian team and a team that was was it was a solid team. They were a good defensive team, but hey, they just ran into a Belgian team that was better. That's all I can say. Um, also, Spain is old now. Spain has to get some new stars. They they just they're just an old team. Um, they're not quite the same. And listen, the two biggest stars in the world, um, Ronaldo for for Portugal and Messi for Argentina. They just their individual exploits just could not carry their country to to a World Cup title. I mean, they're very good individually. I mean, they're even very good when they're playing with their club side. But as far as you know. Winning any winning the World Cup, they haven't done it. Although although Ronaldo um, was part of that Portugal team that won the uh, the European um, championship, so for his country and for for Portugal. So hey, he does have a major, I guess you could say, a major tournament win for um, for Portugal. Um, as far as what I thought was a positive from the World Cup, England did well. Um, I'm surprised that their young lads were able to do were able to finish. Uh, we're able to make it to basically uh, an opportunity make it to the semifinals. Um, they did finish fourth. Um, um, the band, you know how that how I get out of here. The band is going. The band is striking up. I want. I want to say I did not uh, forget to mention the NBA offseason signings. I just don't care. That's why I didn't mention them. I don't care about the former six being in LA. I I really don't care about Melo signing with Houston. Um, I don't care about the drama that played on between Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard and the San Antonio Spurs. He basically forced his way out of there, um, to go, and then they sent him to Toronto. They sent him as far away from his desired destination of L.A. as possible. They sent him to Toronto. So, And I don't care about Paul George standing at OKC because, listen, none of that stuff matters. And it really just has nothing to do with um, DeMarcus Cousins re-signing with the, with the Golden State Warriors. It's just simply the fact that Golden State's the best team. There, there's no, I mean, they got three fantastic shooters and they got a, a, enough role players to where you just can't make a difference. Houston came close last year. They forced the seven game and then LeBron James and, and I mean, and then the former six in, in Cleveland just went for it out and got swept. So I don't see much drama happening this year in the NBA. Again, I think the Golden State Warriors will win their fourth, their fourth title in five years. I don't, I don't see anything, anything that's going to happen different. So it's no need to even really talking about it. But anyway, so. I mentioned it. Well, be happy. All right. I will see you guys shortly. I will see you guys again this week. I will I will again do a podcast this week so you guys can hear me. I will give my opinions on the events and sports. 
Again, I want to thank all of those who have followed this show over the years and given me their time and listen and download the show. Listen, you can follow me on Facebook at Will Take On Sports. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at WWS underscore sports show. And if you want to, if you have, if you have iTunes or if you have the TuneIn app, you can listen to us there and don't, and you can always be able to update with everything that goes on with the show at Ballstalk at www.ballstalkradio.com forward slash Will Walker Show. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for everyone that, that again, over the years has been loyal to me. Again, I just want to say, say a prayer for somebody because prayer definitely changes things.